Thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out the Life Church Dane County podcast. Listen, go to our YouTube page, Life Church Dane County, and subscribe. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Life Church Dane County. Let's get into the Word of God today. All right, what's up, party people? Alan Foster here. This is our online weekly Bible study recap, okay? Thank you for joining us. This is where we recap the Bible study we did tonight in 15 minutes or less. My name's Alan Foster. I, along with my BEA, beautiful wife, Gina Foster, get the privilege to lead Life Church Dane County. We meet every Sunday at 10 o'clock. And you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all Life Church Dane County. All right, so tonight we're talking about, as you can see on the screen, how do I deal with doubt? How do I deal with doubt? Let me let you know something. You can be a believer and still doubt. You can be a Christian and still doubt. You can have a good relationship with God and still doubt. Doubt is real. It comes when you least expect it. It comes and sometimes it hits you like a ton of bricks. I'm going to talk about how to deal with it and how it's been dealt with historically. Write this point down. My faith in God is not a destination. My faith in God is a journey. One more time. My faith in God is not a destination. It is a journey. Something I want you to think about. What's the difference between a journey and a destination? What's the difference between a journey and a destination? A journey is a process. This is how we defined it tonight. And a destination is the end result of that. Okay. So let's look at the story tonight and we're going to get a lot of clarity. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the they sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, a town called, sorry, my video was in the way there, Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings. You are highly favored and the Lord is with you. Watch me. Verse number 29. Mary was greatly troubled at these words and wondered, wondered, underline wondered what kind of greeting this may be. So she gets a message from God through an angel that you're getting ready to do something great and she begins to wonder, how is this possible? How is this going to work? Maybe she doubted for a moment. What? Wait a second. Who are you? Why are you here, first of all? Okay, is this real? Then it goes on to say in verse number 30, but the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and he will be the son of God. He will be great. Okay, the Lord God will give him the throne of the father David and his kingdom there will be no end. Watch me. Look at the screen because I want you to see this. Okay, watch me. She wondered. She doubted. She was unsure. Let me tell you something. God's not afraid of your doubt. Your doubt does not scare him. Write this down. Next point. Doubt is not an enemy. Doubt can lead to deeper faith. One more time. Doubt is not an enemy. Doubt can lead to deeper faith. In other words, God will use doubt to help you to understand how strong he is, how mighty he is, how powerful he is, that he still has a plan, that your life still has purpose, that doubt does not deconstruct everything that God wants to do in your life. God is more powerful than your doubt. Somebody put it in the chat if you're watching. God is more powerful than your doubt. Let's go to the next point. The Bible says in James chapter 1, verse number 3, that um, faith has to be tested. In other words, do you want to be strong in God? Do you want to see miracles? Do you want to see signs? Do you want to see wonders? Do you want to see God move in your family, in your community, in your church? Your faith has to be tested. Your faith has to endure a test. Your doubt has to be tested to know that God is stronger than it. We're going back to the verse today. Verse number 34 in St. Luke chapter number one. How will this be? Mary asked the angel when I am a virgin. Watch me. She asked the question. She was still unsure. But here's what I love about it. The angel answered, verse number 35, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Uh Uh-huh. He's saying to her, I'm still going to do it. And you may be saying, okay, how is this possible? Because if you read a few chapters earlier in Luke chapter number one, you see Zechariah asked the angel a question and he shut the mouth of the angel. The angel shut Zechariah's mouth and he couldn't talk until John the Baptist was born. But Mary asked a question and she, nobody shut her mouth. Did Zechariah get a grouchy angel? No. Here's the difference. Write this down. Zachariah, if you don't know how to spell it, just put Zeke. <laughs> Zach. Zach asked for proof. Mary asked for more information. One more time. Zach asked for proof. Mary asked for more information. In other words, Zach was like, I don't know if I believe this. I need you to show me that this is going to happen. But Mary said, how will this be? In other words, I believe it's going to happen. 
Just help me to understand how it will happen. And there are some moments in your life where you say, you know what, Lord, I doubt, but help me to see that it still will happen. Help me to see that it's still possible, that you're still with me, that you're still moving. Here we go. Next point. Doubt does not disqualify your faith. Doubt does not disqualify your faith. One more time. Doubt does not disqualify your faith. You can have faith and doubt, and God will prove to you that he still is who he says he is, and that he's still going to do what he said he's going to do, and he's still going to keep his promise, and he's still going to show up, and he's still going to heal your family, and he's still going to restore you. Here's what I love about it. She doubted. She asked, and the angel answered. I'm ready to do laps in this basement because God is showing us he's a God that speaks. Glory to God. He's a God that's, I am a God that will speak to you. I'm not afraid of your questions. I'm not afraid of what you have to say. I'm not afraid of what you think. I still speak. And when you speak to God, he will speak to you. When you talk to him, he'll talk to you. When you open up to him, he'll open up to you. I got to move. This is it. This is it right here. God specializes in using the unlikely to accomplish the impossible. Oh, one more time. God specializes in using the unlikely to accomplish the impossible. Mary was poor, unlikely. A teenager, unlikely. In a small, little-known community, unlikely. But God chose her to do something great, and you may be overlooked, and God will choose you. You may be underfunded, and God will choose you. You may feel under-resourced, and God will choose you, because God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Hey, God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the call. In other words, his call is what makes the difference, not their ability. The only ability that God needs is availability. Lord, I'm available to you. God needs your availability. And if you're available, he'll do something impossible with you and him. He'll partner with humanity to do something great in the world, something great in the earth. Because doubt is not something that God can't handle. Doubt will lead you into more curiosity. Doubt will have you say, Lord, prove it. Prove that you're still with me. Lord, show me that you're a healer. Show me that you're a deliverer. Show me that the best is ahead. Show me that the best is yet to come. Show me that you are with me. And guess what God will do? He'll show you. He'll show his strength. He'll show his might. He'll show his power. I got to move. St. John chapter number 20, verses 24 through 29. I can't read it all, but here's what I'll say. Jesus shows up to his disciples. Everybody's there but Thomas. After he was raised from the dead, they come back to Thomas and say, Tom, Tommy figure. guess what? Jesus is alive. I know we saw him die. I don't know how, but he's alive. You're not going to believe it. And guess what? He doesn't believe it. And he says, I won't believe it unless I see it. Matter of fact, I won't believe it till I put my hands in his wounds. And the Bible says eight days later, glory to God, God shows up. Because when you doubt, God will show you you don't have a reason to doubt. God will show you that you don't have a reason to doubt because I'm still here. And he doesn't come on the first day or the second day or the third day. He comes on the eighth day because eighth means new beginnings. And God says, I'm going to do something new. And God shows, steps up into the room, and he says, put your hand through my side. I'm real. I really am. And let me share something with you. The doubters in your family, the doubters in your community, the doubters, your son, your daughter, your spouse, your niece, your nephew. Before you show them your scriptures, show them your scars. Before you say, the Bible says, let them know, I used to be this, but now God made me that. I used to be miserable. Now I have joy. I used to be uh, the whipping post of, of the devil. And he used, every thought that came to my mind, I believed it. But now I've got victory. I used to be in a low place, but God has exalted me. I used to think I couldn't make it, and now I know I'm a victor in Christ Jesus. I used to think I was old and raggedy and nothing was good. Now I know if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Because God says, when you doubt, I will show up. All you got to do is ask, and God will show up. So how do I deal with my doubt? How do I deal with it? I know that my doubt doesn't disqualify me from God. I know that my doubt allows me to go deeper in my relationship with God. And I know that God specializes in using the unlikely to accomplish the impossible. 
So doubt does not disqualify. If anything, it can bring me closer and more developed in my life and my relationship with God. Man, listen, we're way under time. I hope this was helpful for you. Like, comment, and share. Leave us a comment if this was good for you, if it was helpful for you, if it inspired you or strengthened your faith. Because we're here to make God's glory famous. My name's Alwyn Foster, Life Church Dane County, and I love you to life. I'm going to pray that God's blessings would be upon you today and that this teaching would be solidified in your heart. Lord, I pray for every viewer, every listener today. I pray, God, that you would speak to them and encourage them. I pray that you would let them know that you're with them. You're their God. Let them know that you can use their doubt to discover more about you and your will and your way. Don't let us be afraid of it, but let us run to you when we have it. Help us to be like Thomas. Before we show the scriptures, let us show the non-believers in our life the scars of what you've done and how we've made it through our toughest moments because of you. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. I pray, amen. Subscribe on YouTube if you're watching. If you're not watching and you're listening, go to YouTube anyway. Subscribe, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, Life Church Dane County. I'm Alan Foster. I love you to life. Peace.